Mix 106.3's Real Estate Show with Cam and Renee. Get moving today with ActU AGL. Set your energy up in a few minutes. Hi, this is Cam and Renee. Well, each Saturday between 9 and 10 a.m., we love hosting the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. And here is what we featured in the show last weekend. Well, Cam, uh, last week we had a listener call in and uh, chat to us about an issue he'd been experiencing, mm. um, not being able to lock down landlords' insurance, uh, which, you know, for, for obvious reasons, everything that's happening with COVID, everything's kind of all over the place. Yeah, And so we thought we'd chase it up to find out, is that is what's happening across the board? You know, what what is happening for landlords at the moment and um, what are some of the things that they need to be mindful of? Sure. And uh, Ben Hansen is branch manager at MGA Insurance Group. He joins us now. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. How are you? Good, thank you. Mate, in these really uncertain times, we're hearing it, it is tough for landlords to uh, to get insurance at the moment. Is Is that what you're hearing and seeing? Um, not entirely, uh, partially, uh, for sure. There's definitely uh, aspects of the landlord's insurance uh, policy that is unavailable to to the public if you're a first-time buyer. So if you've just bought a property and you're looking uh, looking to insure it, um, if you've already got a policy, most insurers uh, are rolling over the cover that you would have had previously. Um, but yeah, there's there's aspects of the policy, in particular, rent default cover uh, is very difficult to get if you're a first time buyer of the product. 100. percent Yeah. Okay. And what are some of the things that are covered and not covered at the moment due to COVID? Yeah. So as I said, the main the main thing that most insurers uh, I would say have an embargo on yeah. uh, is the rent default, which is a cover that you take that responds uh, if a tenant is in breach of of uh, paying their lease uh, effectively, paying uh, paying their rent. Um, and uh, um, it covers you if the tenant stops paying, if they leave the premises suddenly without without notice. Uh, obviously, un- during these uncertain times, uh, there's a lot, a lot of that going on. Um, tenants and landlords are suffering both. Uh, and so insurers have generally got an embargo on that. Uh, if, however, you've got a current policy that, say, renews this year, you should have... Uh, you should be able to continue with that cover, yeah. So where is the best place to go? So say an insurance company says, no, when you ha- you've had a policy for you know year after year and you've honoured the payments and you're up to date and everything, you want to roll it over and they say, well, we're going to take this element out. Um, and the odd case that that does happen, where's the best place to go and get more information and, you know, and some help for that? So you can, I would definitely recommend speaking to your um, your current insurer if you do have a policy. Most insurers, in my experience, uh, as a broker, are rolling over the cover. If, however, you do have an insurer that's just uh, flat out refusing to provide that cover, um, definitely be worth uh, speaking to uh, to a broker or an insurance agent. Um, and, you know, we can see if there is... There is uh, uh, something available in the market for you, or we can sort of uh, discuss, um, you know, what what is available further down the track as as the pressure on the insurers lift, as embargoes change. Um, it may become available in three months' time, six months' time. We don't we don't really know at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And I guess um, Ben, it's like with anything at the moment, you know, just doing research and just asking around and, and speaking to a range of people. I guess is key. A hundred percent. So um, talking to an insurance broker, obviously we are um, qualified insurance professionals in the most part uh, and we know 
what's going on in the market. We know which insurers have an appetite for, for uh, insuring landlords and, and those that don't. Uh, and so, you know, for the for the sake of a, a phone call, a conversation, an email, we can definitely uh, we can definitely uh, help guide um, um, the general public in that regards and landlords more yep. specifically. Yep, yep, absolutely. Well, um, that's been really um, interesting and informative this morning, Ben. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you very much. Have a good day, guys. The idea of having a sauna in your place, and this all came off the back of one of the uh, Zengo videos that uh, I presented in a few weeks ago where we went off to this beautiful house uh, in Ford and uh, the people had a Finnish heritage mm. and uh, we learned all about the saunas and they had this um, you know, architecturally designed sauna that was in their place. And I know, as I said, Nigel Johnson uh, from The Breakfast Show in a place that he lived in uh, many years ago had a sauna. And so we thought, well, let's learn more about that. Yep. So it's here we're going to welcome Scott Campbell, uh, Director of Australian Saunas and Steam Rooms to the show. Good morning, Scott. Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. Thanks, Scott. Now, look, what are some of the reasons why people get saunas in their home? I think there's, um, yeah, there's a multitude of reasons. I suppose the, I mean, a lot of people are concerned about their health and well-being these days, so they're doing some research and coming to us and um, working out that, you know, saunas are a, a good way of, um, you know, a good thing to incorporate into the home and, uh, yeah, and, and, and something that's quite new, like really current at the moment is people are not necessarily going to go back to their gyms and um, use a sauna or uh, they'll, they want to try and yeah, incorporate one into the house. So yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, it's been quite popular. So is a sauna an easy thing to have built into an existing property? Yeah, trying to retrofit is um, is something that's not always that easy. But um, what we find is there's two different types of saunas. There's custom built saunas. So if you were doing a renovation or a new build, you would think about you'd plan early and and have a room where you'd which you would have seen in this house that would have been. Uh, uh, planned by the architect where if you're retrofitting um, you might be able to get a kit sauna and then put them on a like up on a deck or um, in a garage or or put them outside with a roof on them so there's there's the two two main types custom built and then the kit so that's the kits probably if you've already got an existing house the kit's probably the way to go sure and what do you think is the best thing about having a personal sauna yeah <laughs> I think the uh, for, for me, I think, um, like I've got one in obviously in my house. Um, we, it, it's, it's, it brings the family together. It's an area where you can relax. Um, that you know, they talk about detoxing and um, uh, sweating and and muscle recovery. So there's lots of different reasons why people would have a sauna. Sometimes, um, just yeah, like down in Canberra, you've got a lot of Finnish people down there. So you know, in Finland, there's five million people and two and a half million saunas. So one in every house. Well, um, so yeah, it's it's not not as popular here in Australia, but it's becoming more so. So we've been in business twenty five years, and we're finding that more and more people are starting to um, yeah incorporate them into their home and, and use them daily. Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting, and something I would have never thought to be the case. So it's really interesting to hear you talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott, yeah. thank you um, so much for your time. As always, that was great. No problem. Affordable housing is an ongoing crisis um, in the nation's capital uh, and especially with what's happening at the moment, even Mm -hmm. more so, which gave us great joy then to learn of a project uh, that has just been uh, completed and one that we need to tell you about. It's here we're going to uh, invite Anne Kerwin to the show, CEO of Catholic Care Canberra and Goulburn, to talk about the Tulangi Affordable Housing Project. Uh, She joins us now. Good morning, Anne. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're good, thanks, Anne. Look, can you tell us about the Tulangi Affordable Housing Project? What is it? 
Yes, yeah, certainly. So Talangi uh, is a new development out in Kayleen and it's the first of its kind in Canberra. It's a partnership between Catholic Care uh, and the ACT government through Housing ACT and it's a mixed development where there's a salt and pepper approach to social and affordable rentals. Uh, and what that uh, means is the ACT government is working really hard to develop differently and avoid building uh, pockets of disadvantage in terms of new developments and new housing. And so this uh, development will have both social and affordable. And what's really exciting is that embedded within the development is a full-time community development officer who will be implementing uh, a nationally recognised community development program with the goal of building a healthy, inclusive community. Okay. So it's really working hard to build an intentional community on site um, and it's fantastic and we're so excited to be part of it. Yeah. And so how did the project come together? Oh, so the ACD government um, had been developing uh, Kayleen and were looking at different models um, and they put it out to community to say they wanted an innovative approach uh, to uh, the development and Catholic Care was successful uh, in our bid to run the, run the site and we're partnering with Catholic Care Tasmania who have the recognised um, social impact program that they run down in Tasmania and we're bringing that to the ACT. Okay, that's really cool. And uh, are you managing other similar projects, Anne? Uh, so we, we're uh, a registered uh, community housing provider, so we already look after 100 tenancies uh, in the ACT. This is the first time that we've been uh, in the affordable rental mix, but of course our interest is also providing the support to the social housing tenants on site. So um, that's really exciting for us and we have 11 partners who've come on board with us to say that they are very keen to deliver services and supports to all the people that live at Talangi. So that's financial counselling support, domestic family violence, relationship counselling, uh, mental health, drug and alcohol, um, aged care, disability care, and, of course, the key one is um, employment support. Yeah. Okay. Well, what you guys are doing is awesome, really especially is. given in you know in the current times, as much help as we can get you know in this area is absolutely great. Uh, and thank you uh, so much for your time today. We really appreciate it. No worries. Thank you very much. And if people are interested, if they want to go to uh, the Catholic Care website, uh, Zango or All Homes, we've got some beautiful uh, walkthrough videos of the apartments. They're absolutely lovely. And um, I'm sure if you see them, you want to live there. So have a look. Those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. Yeah, if you love hearing about the latest trends or you're up for a sticky beat, drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10 a.m. Thanks to Actu AGL, it's The Real Estate Show with Cam and Renee on Mix 106.3.